Welcome to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast, where we discuss various dog training topics to help you become the best leader for your dog. Marvin Pierce has over 20 years of experience with obedience training for dogs located in the Sherwood, Oregon area. Offering private lessons and group clinics, the dog teacher has been able to change the lives of dog owners by helping them develop and maintain an obedient dog. For more information, contact us at MarvinPierceDogTeacher.com. In this episode, Marvin talks about the different training methods and why he trains the way he does at Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher. So we're going to touch lightly on training and methods and rude people and pricks. Uh, <laughs> but me and Bianca and uh, Nancy and... And a client. Yeah, some clients was at the dog park the other day. At a park, they had a dog park. Yeah. And for me, it was funny. I mean, I laughed at it. 10 or 15 years ago, it would have been bad. They'd had a law there and shit, right? But we got there, and our client told us that they had a dog, that they had a trainer who come there to the dog park and helped them with dogs. I said, that's cool. And so <laughs> we, uh, I was talking to them, and they're like, oh, there he is right there. And so the guy pulls in his cart and he gets out, he just beelines to me and starts screaming and hollering, I can't believe you people use electric collars and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, dude, you need to control your dog. I said, he's lunging and barking and snarling at me and shit. And I said, you're like choking him. <laughs> and I can't believe you use e-collar. How would you like me to put e-collar on you? And I'm like, well, you're not going to put e-collar on me. I said, you need to control your dog. I said, your dog, I said, our dogs are cool. And he's like, ah, yeah. I said, hey, turn your dog loose. Let's see how cool your dog is. Let him go on this big field. Let's see if he'll come back to us. And that's the guy left. And he's a treat trainer. And I don't know the guy, like I said, but as soon as he walked off, the people said, man, he used the collar on our dogs at the dog park. I'm like, that guy? They're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit. So, I mean, to me, he's a closet trainer, you know. I don't think he's a dog trainer to begin with personally, but I don't know the guy. And so we ended up going by the dog park, and he was in there with like eight or ten dogs, probably, and a bunch of people, and they were all petting dogs and feeding treats and stuff. And on the way back by, they had a, one of the people with a big old lab come out of there and dragging the people around and trying to get to their dogs. Me, I stayed back. But that guy didn't offer to help them. I mean, if I would have been a trainer, I would have been like, hey, here, let me help you with your dog, you know. Let's try to get him under control, but he didn't do it, and... So I think he's probably a closet trainer too, you know. But me, I never knock on people about using treats or e-collars or different training techniques, whatever. Works on not being cruel to a dog. But when it comes for me with e-collars, I don't know, but I feel now you take your dogs anywhere and you feel comfortable, huh? As long as you have e-collars. If you want to go hiking or go to the beach or something. Yeah, we did before. At yeah. the beach. As long as you had a car on the hunter, it was pretty good at the beach. Yeah. And so, I'm a believer in the colors. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that the majority of the people who don't understand them mm-hmm. is the ones who really have problems with them. And like I said, it doesn't bother me how people train. They can train with treats or whatever, uh, or electric collars, as long as you're fair. I've had people with my clinics, with cow dog clinics before, where I've had them take their e-collars off their dogs or give me the controller. So I didn't feel they'd be unfair because the dog didn't understand what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we humans think that the dog understands us because we said it clear enough. It don't matter how clear it is. They don't understand our language until we teach them something. That's usually by repetition, you know, over and over and over to teach a dog something. But people, for me, I think the easiest thing to teach a dog is that hot means they're bad and good means they're good. Mm-hmm. There's two simple things, and I think that's a huge difference with dogs. But... 
people don't want to offend their dogs. They don't want to hurt their dogs. And we had a good conversation about that today. Me and Bianca did. <clears throat> she got her feathers all ruffled up. And me and her were talking about people and dogs and stuff. And she said something about, I don't even know, something about me being pissy or something or something. And I said, I can just lay down on this little couch in the office and take me a nap right now. <laughs> My blood pressure is fine. <laughs> <laughs> that made mine rise. <laughs> <laughs> she got a little bit aggravated about that. But it is for me, you know. And like me, you know, if some prick come up to me and started bitching at me and I had a dog and Bianca was there, I might be like, here, hold my leash, I'm gonna bitch slap somebody. And then let me have my dog back and I'm gonna train my dog, I'm okay. I don't need to get all crazy about it, you know? And for me, I think that it shows how unprofessional somebody is, if they are professional, mm -hmm. to scream and holler and talk like that. But me and Bianca, we can agree to disagree, and I don't ever leave with attitude. She does a little bit, but she gets over it. <laughs> or she goes home and takes it out on Brett. <laughs> but I don't ever, I mean, I like to debate on things as long as it's done kind of close to professionally, you know. But Bianca, I think, has gotten where you've gotten over the fact that I don't just give in to you. Yeah. If I think I'm right, yeah. and if I don't think I'm right, sometimes yeah. I don't tell her because maybe she yeah. don't know the difference and I could just like get one over on her. But, <laughs> but the fun thing is she learns so much and now I watch her and it's, I mean, it's fun to watch her train dogs because she has confidence. Like the Rottweiler today, she got out of the kennel. Yeah, I never would have even been in the barn a year no, ago. <laughs> she would have been the one hiding here. behind yeah. the gate over where Mariah yeah. was. Yeah. And... Now she got the dog out because she had confidence in herself and the dog. And she's seen the dog the other day. She's on the video that yeah. it was a turd. But it's not because it wants to be, you know. I think a lot of these dogs, once we get mom and dad and brothers and sisters and everybody out of the picture, the dogs are a lot better. Yeah. You know? I mean, they'll be nervous sometimes or whatever, but some of them just, like, relax. And you can see them take deep breath and, like, see mom and dad come back and get me in a week or two. Yeah. Because they're just, they can go be go relax and be with a dog and, yeah. and have fun. But I think sometimes that's the hard thing about training dogs is not having good dogs to put the dogs with. Yeah. Because when you put honorary dogs out with good dogs and you can control the good dogs, then normally you can get to control the bad dogs mm -hmm. just because they want to start acting. I mean, we've been in a lesson where we've had three or four or five of our dogs laying around and the client's dog that won't even lay down will lay down. They like looks around, they're like, shit, every other dog's laying down. I don't want to be standing up. And so yeah. they lay down. So it makes a lot of difference. Brett, got anything? Yeah, we said, Carrie, she said, you need your man cave. Talking about taking <laughs> it to yourselves. Right? Is that our Carrie? That is your Carrie. You need to answer the phone, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I try to call you. No, I'll try to call you at the wall, Carrie. Actually, Carrie, if you're on here, text me your dad's phone number. That'd be cool. So, but it is fun for us. Like Carrie, she came here a year and a half ago now, probably with Dolby. Longer than that now. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah. Time flies and you have fun. But she came here with an honorary ass pup, but she was at Wits End. I mean, and it was a pup, but it was Yeah, she honor. said if she didn't get help from you, she was going to have to take him back yeah. to the shelter. And now he's she her sidekick. Yeah. And she's done a great job. The only thing I knock about her on and always do is that she don't ever leave him here, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't think it's ever good for those dogs to be with people like Kay her dog's here supposed to stay all night I think she came and snuck her out yeah but 
it's just really hard for people to understand that, like you with your dog. You know, not getting that separation, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dogs, I've never had that trouble, but they live out in the barn in the kennels, you know. Yeah. They don't stay in the house with me all the time. And when I go get my dogs out, they know we're going to go do something cool or they're going to get a dog fight. <laughs> and dog it's lesson, but. fun to bring Duke and Hunter, but for Hunter, I've already seen so much of a change of, like, when you leave him, he's not like, <gasps> where'd they go? He's like, oh, yeah, she comes, right. she goes, she comes back. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. I feel like the yeah. first time I came back with them, that he was a little like, is she gonna leave me right. here again? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. ever since, he doesn't care. No, yeah. no. And yeah. they're so excited. Yeah. And then I think that they're gonna be un- unruly when I get them out of my car, and they're actually not. They get <laughs> really? out, but then, yeah, but then they're just kind of like, they sniff around, they come in. Like, nicely. It's not until I go through the gates. They're like, we're really here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of the dogs now like Goofy and them. We just have them turn loose in Sallyport. And yeah, the once you get into go. the square, we just say let them go. Yeah. <laughs> they the know where talk. they're going. Goofy right. even knows he has to go out to go to the bathroom first before he starts his day. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty fun for him. Dixie did it this morning. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good for a 12-week-old puppy. I know. Yeah, she knows her drill. So uh, what are we going to talk about tonight? I done got on my soapbox. (sighs) Well, I don't want to be the main subject. We can't pick on one sole person, but I want to talk about... We need to throw Mariah Attitudes and patience. You have no patience on a lot of attitudes. I said I do not want to be the main subject oh. of the evening. I thought you said you, you wanted to be the subject. You don't listen very well. I thought you said you wanted to be the subject. No. Oh, sorry. Misunderstood. All right. Listen, uh, what do you do? Take two. Yeah, take two. <laughs> and it is true, you know, and that's what I was telling. You uh, would be bored. If I just said yes, sir, all day. Well, yeah, I'd like to think you were bad. I'd be getting you to the hospital. I, uh, I was telling Chris today about, and Bianca gets tired of it when I tell her something that's like, let me see, Lisa, this is like really simple, and it works. I tried to tell him that when you say it's really simple or it's really easy and someone's not getting it, it just doesn't help. I'm going to get Cody to find me a better word for it. That this is easy. She can find me one of those long words nobody knows. <laughs> but with Chris Walgo with uh, Deska being uh-huh. such a turd, and I said, here, let me see you, Leisha. Yeah. And it took like two seconds, and she was like walking around with me on Lucy. It's because I tuned and, her up before that. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris is like, well, you don't even have an attitude. I said, well, no, why have an attitude? And, I mean, you can watch Chris's face just, like, turn red like the monitor thing going up, you know. And when you get to that point, for me, I've learned over the years, you might as well just put the dog up and take a break. I won't say what I told her she should go do, but. (laughs) (laughs) Have a glass of wine. (laughs) Yeah, a glass of wine or two. But you should, like. Really think about it, you know, is, and I, 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 I use Mariah a lot, you know, for my dog in their lessons. And yeah, she thought that Deshka might bite someone or jump on her if someone hugged her. So I was like, Mariah, will you hug yeah, Chris? Yeah. I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I had Mariah to walk to me, what was it, in three different ways. And yeah. I got told As her, if Mariah was the dog. Yeah, I said, Mariah, come. And she went over. I said, now, act like you're not coming to me. And she didn't. I growled. Anyway, the long story short, 
the worst recall she had, I patted her on the back and said, here's $100. And Chris was like, I said, well, that's what you do. I said, now watch when she comes to me right. And so Mariah came, and I just like roughed her hair all up and shoved her around and shit and got her all crazy. And I said, and that's what you do when your dog does something right. <laughs> I said, how do they know? Do they know? Is the right, right person or a dog? Yeah, she's a person. Yeah. A really cooperative <clears throat> yeah. person. And so I said, the whole thing is for Mariah, if she didn't know language, when I give her the $100, is the same as you give Deska a treat, you know, for doing something good. But Mariah did nothing good. Right. She ignored me. I had to scream and holler at her, shock her, whatever the hell you do to people or dogs. But I said, and when she got here, I patted her on the back and gave her $100. So why would she want to come to me nicely when I'm like, oh, roughing her up and talking trash to her? She don't understand. But then whenever she comes in this manner, I pat her on the back and give her $100. Why, do, why does she want to behave? Right. I said, people assume that when you're reading your dog a book, they understand and they don't know shit. That's the issue. For me, if you tell a dog to sit, you need to teach them that that means put your butt on the ground mm -hmm. and your front feet straight and sit up, not lay down. And when you want a dog to stay, first of all, for me, I teach them to stay before I add a word. So, you know, for me, I think a lot of times People get aggravated at a dog because they say sit, and then they're like, sit, 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 mm -hmm. sit. And they never give a dog a time to sit before they say it again. So for me, if you say sit and the dog starts to sit and you scream sit again, then he's like, shit, I'm going to get up. I don't want to, I don't think I'm doing the right thing no more. Right. I thought that's what you wanted, but evidently it's not. So for me, you know, and teaching words to dogs, I mean, we done a clinic one time and I taught a dog to sit by saying banana or carrot or something, you know, it took me three or four minutes. And I could say the word and the dog would sit, just because it's repetition, you know. <clears throat> but people don't want to do that. They want to try something new, you know. And I say that, you know, people ask, and I asked here a while back whenever it seemed like the whole world went to shit, kind of, you know. And I figure it was around 93, 94, 95 when the internet really got big and everybody had a computer and people started getting fancier phones and mm -hmm. you could get on the internet and find anything you needed to know. There's always somebody sitting there telling you, you know. And so it seems like that's when a lot of things went bad. I mean, and I feel the dog training got right there with it because, man, you can get on the internet and learn how to do anything right. with a dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, and me, I talk about the one time I, now, I seen a post about getting a dog in a crate and there was like 48 people commenting and not one of those techniques I would have used. Sometimes just tell the dog get in a damn crate and show him where it's at and push your face that way and he'll go in a crate. But when you get down on the floor and give him goo-goo eyes and shit and start trying to bribe them and stuff. I mean, I bought a treadmill because a guy bought a treadmill and his dog wouldn't run on it. He said, I even put treats all on it and lined them up and stuff, and he still won't run on the treadmill. <laughs> I said, dude, I'll just buy the treadmill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so the treadmill's in our kennels. But everybody goes back to the treat, you know? Bribe the dog and bribe the kid. Yeah. So I think sometimes that's what got us, got us where we are. Mm -hmm. In life, too, not just with dogs. But yeah. So, Bianca... Tell us about attitudes and 
Whatever the other word was. Oh, I don't know if I'm the right person to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, we, t- we talked about it a lot today. There are days where when you should not come home and train your dog. No, for sure. I yeah. agree with that totally. Yeah. I've always said that with my cow dog. And I think some people, a lot of people, think, well, I have to get my dog out. You need to let him go to the bathroom, but you don't need to spend an hour with him if you're not. Or just sit on the bench or yeah. in the chair out of yeah. the yard and yeah. play ball with him. Hang out with him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do something fun that doesn't require a whole lot of training. Yes. And for us with their clinic this weekend... We done the two day clinic for uh, four hours Saturday, four hours Sunday. Yeah, <clears throat> and it was so fun because we had like Ronnie the pit bull. The, a year ago, she would never even attempted what we done. Probably wouldn't even attempted a couple months ago. No, when we started the clinic, she was outside of the arena. <laughs> Not so much because of her dog, but because of her, her stress of having her dog around other dogs. So she was uh, outside of the fenced area because of. And we put some of my dogs out there with her dog. Yeah, so her dog was running around with dogs. She just couldn't come into the group (laughs) setting with the dog. Yes. (laughs) And it was so, but she is so dedicated. She is. I mean, like y'all, that's why you're here, you know, because now you bring your dogs up to day board once in a while. And she's the same thing. I mean, she even put her dog in our kennels while we were done a lesson or class, one hour one. Yeah. And she couldn't even believe she'd done that because she's got her dog out of her sight, you know, and so it's really stressful yeah. for people, and, and me, I pick on people, but I totally understand, you know, when people feel that way, because it's it's common, I mean, people think their dogs are their little kids, and their babies. Well, and I think, like, if you've been with your dog for so long, what goes through people's heads is, well, I've gotten them so attached to me. They have anxiety. Now I don't want to put them through having yeah. to be away from me when it would be really good for them to be away. Because they will die with the anxiety. Right. Like right. Hunter would have. Mm-hmm. Right. But now Hunter gets to live another, what, 10, 12 years or whatever? Not worrying that so stress, much. Yeah. You know? And I mean, the it thing is. me. Huh? It was more me. Well, yeah. it is. The yeah. people's a problem. Dogs aren't yeah. bad. We're the bad people. Well, not me, y'all. But <laughs> <laughs> y'all make these dogs that way by... Me, here a while back, we talked to someone about they bought a dog because they needed an emotional support dog, kind of. But they bought a puppy mm. and put all the stress on it and ruined it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't fair to the pup, you know. And they could do like Bianca, she talks about now, Scout's so much better for her because she don't lean on him like that, you yeah. know? And, it's just, and like you with Hunter now, mm-hmm. you can go have fun with him and you don't have to stress over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means he don't have to stress over you stressing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just kind of makes it a stress-free deal. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a win-win for both of you. And it's just really hard for People don't understand that. Like I was talking earlier about a dog. If you have a dog that nips at somebody, people lock them up and keep them away from people. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't. I just find a Mariah or somebody, <laughs> Shannon or somebody to bring in and help me fix this dog problem, you know? And it is. It's really hard for people to understand that there's so many of those problems are so fixable. Uh we have people that wonder if they need to get rid of their dogs. You know, like you with your dog. I don't know what you would have done with Scout in another year. 
Some bad shit would have happened. I mean, it was getting bad. And I, yeah. me and Bianca, Mariah talked about that today with her and Concho. Yeah. She said if she did not work here, she would not be able to keep that dog. She'd mm-hmm. either have to put him down and rehome it. Because uh-huh. he's a turd, I mean, through and through. Yeah. But he's a cool one. I mean, he's so controllable. He's a super, super nice dog. But you just have to keep on training on him. And yeah. he gets better all the time. <clears throat> he's so much better now than he was even two or three months back, you know. Yeah. He just keeps getting better. But Mariah will get pissy and leave him here for a week. Yeah. She'll come up while it works every day. But mm-hmm. at night, she leaves him here. She don't even hardly hang out with him of a day. He's with us more. No, than yeah, we usually take him. <laughs> whenever he's being honorary, so. But he is. I mean, he's a, what, lab German Shepherd or? Golden Retriever. Wait. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But we got it. We thank his sister, Callie, who's the same way. She's just honoring shit. And we use her for a lot of lessons with dogs that need to honor a dog to get them excited mm-hmm. so they'll go try to be a dog. So we use her in those lessons, but we don't use her in the other lessons that are bad because we use Roxy or Mari to keep them from getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. So, Brett, you got anything? Yeah, Carrie said, I'll schedule time to leave him because you're right. You're always right. Marietta said yo hi Marietta hi Marietta Um, then I asked the question what's the most useful tool that Marvin Pierce dog teacher has given you right and Carrie Simmons says not to let my dog lean or consistently touch on me or me touch her all the time uh, Carrie Hughes says the most useful tool is at it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and then Mariah says we, we have a different spelling for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mariah says golden retriever, German shepherd. Yeah, oh, I thought so. I know, so like but then I just couldn't imagine Mariah owned a golden retriever, so <laughs> I had to rethink it in my head. <laughs> yeah. Most people can't imagine me owning a fluffy dog either, but I got one. It's pretty entertaining, though, when I say, this is Marvin's. Yeah. Yeah, the vet the other day, they said people had to come out and look at it because they couldn't believe I had a dog a doodle. <laughs> so, is Valerie on here? Seen her She's been off quiet. Chris is probably hiding in the closet. <laughs> she don't want to get out of here no more talk to us. I heard her feelings enough. She did say she has plans. Yeah, oh, that's right. She has plans. They're not with us. <laughs> she got plans of doing something else. Yeah, getting the heck away from us. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about my wife's cooking a little bit. I mean, she always cooks a nice meal for the the Facebook Live. And then Sunday she did for the, the clinic. She also feeds the Saturday employees lunch. Yeah, she does that. Yeah. Sometimes breakfast, yeah. depending on what her mood is. But. And one time I was having a really rough day and she made me an egg sandwich. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> so... <clears throat> The other day, we she's got a squirrel that lives out here in the forest. I don't know. What's her name? Lollipop. Lollipop. And when we eat dinner, I'm surprised it wasn't out here tonight, but normally when we eat dinner, it comes out there and eats corn on the cob that ain't there. It might be why it ain't here. <laughs> Empty. Yeah. But it comes out there and eats when we do. And Jody will wave at that thing, and it'll just, like, wave his it tail does. at her. Yeah. It, <laughs> the, the, its tail waves at her. So oh, yeah. the other day, it ran out of food, and Jody heard rattling in the kitchen. So she comes in there, and that thing crawled up on this thing somehow. It was beating the glass with it. <laughs> so she goes out and feeds it. And, oh it's gonna go. and now it beats on the window every time yeah. it's beat it's empty. empty. <laughs> so, 
She's got her animals trained. She's got, <laughs> she's got she, or the other way around with the squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She feeds all kinds of birds, and now she feeds the squirrels, and they actually come and talk. And she can tell you what each of the birds are. Yeah, she got a bird book. So yeah. she's a, for 20 years, I sat there, and she sat here. Mm. Then when I had knee surgery, I moved to here, and she moved to there. And now she likes that spot because she can watch yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. She's like, look at that bird, look at that bird. I'm like, I look at that bird. <laughs> but it's fun to see how much she enjoys the, the, the whole farm life. And now we tilled her garden up yesterday, so mm-hmm. she's ready to quit snowing and sleeting and hailing and stuff. She's going to plant a garden. And if you don't know already, Jody sells really good beef. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes chicken. But and pork. Yeah, yeah pork. Really good. And meat. eggs, duck eggs, goose eggs, yeah. and chicken eggs. So yeah. if anybody needs anything to eat. And sometimes if you join us on Wednesday night, you get a dinner. Mm. Heck yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, once in a while, whatever, once a month or something, we have somebody come over and eat dinner with us. And Bianca and Brett do all the time because we do the Facebook Live. So, Brett, we got anything? Nope. Well, man, that's awful quiet. Quiet. What the hell? Everyone started vacation. It's the Memorial Weekend. Everybody's already left town. Except us. We got dogs. We don't get to leave. Yeah. So, so one of you two, what's the topic you would like to talk about with dogs? Throw you under the bus. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Um, I think more than, I guess, a topic yeah. is more of, um, I guess, what I've learned so far, I, I think. You so know? what have you learned? Well, I think like Bianca said, it, the, the repetition and keeping my dogs away from me. It's been, yeah. It's hard, but it's been the best. And like we, we kenneled them and I, oh, I didn't think we would. I didn't think 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 I and now, you know, they sleep I'll cut they sleep in the separate room. They sleep in the in the main living room. Really? In in each of their kennels and and they it don't is. raise fuss all night? Duke gets a little yeah, mouthy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. It's happened okay. like twice, I think, since we brought it. Yeah, but oh, not, yeah. yeah, but only if he but does, and it, not for very long. But don't it make life a lot more peaceful? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I think, think for them, We too. all sleep well, better. Well, we move yes. up. Yes. 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 Yeah. I I like felt bad once I realized, oh man, my right. dog like wasn't getting a good night's right. sleep because yes. he was well, waking up every time I sneezed. Open, you know, yeah. Right. yeah. And now like he gets up and leaves her work super early and like I was up today at five and I'm up in the kitchen and I'm doing coffee and before the dog, you know, Hunter would be up and he'd be moving around and like, what are you doing? And then he'd settle, but they they literally just lay there and they watch me for they look up and then they just go right back to sleep. <laughs> like they just lay no, there. You're interested. Yeah. When we're watching TV, they yeah. Kindle doors are open. They just go lay in there. Duke won't. That's awesome. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> but Hunter will just go and lay in there. Oh no. Oh awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty amazing. They like it. Friends. They like to just yeah. den up and be away from yes. people. This will yeah. ruffle a few people's feathers, which I do pretty well. But there's so many times the human needs the pet, the dog, more than the dog, the dog needs, needs the pet. So many times. All and the I, times. I, for sure. Yeah. And I've learned that with my dogs. Like sport, I have my uh, 
hanging tree dog. He didn't care. I mean, he never, only time he come in the house is if I was busted up and couldn't go out or something, or if he got hurt real bad or something, you know. But <clears throat> the other night he was in the kennels, and he never cared. I mean, we would even go cowboying and we'd stop up in the mountains with a bunch of cattle and let them settle, mom cows with calves. He might lay five feet from me. He didn't need to be in my lap. But one of his pups, Tyson, I sold to a kid in Arizona, and I got him back a year later. I bought him back. And that pot liquor, he wanted to be petted all the time. I mean, he wanted to be in your lap. And I think it was because of that kid, that's what he done, or young man, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think he petted on him way more than he needed. So he loved that attention. I and mean, we create an affection addict out of yes. the dog. Where they're like addicted to it and they and don't the really need it, but they're just so used to needing yeah. it. And right. the people that way, they just can't wait yeah. to get home. And you know, <clears throat> for me, I talk about it once in a while, and I used to buy here a while back for the scenario. Uh, we'll use you two since you happen to be here. Could you imagine if you, maybe now, maybe I'm wrong, but could you imagine if you aggravated Ryan as much as you did that dog? I do. <laughs> I, I do. But you couldn't be that much with him because of the fact for me is the fact that I think most of the time, like with your dog, you had to see it all the time at home. You had to know where it's at. It's following you around everywhere. If he done that, I don't know, could you handle it? <laughs> every time you looked around right, the corner, no. he was staring at you. Yeah, petting him every time you looked at yeah. him. I mean, it's, I don't know that people could handle that much attention. I couldn't. Yeah, and I know Jody couldn't. We would not be on the same property if we were like that. Just <laughs> <laughs> not be good. And there's so many times with people and their dogs. That's what they do. You know, they just create this beast mm -hmm. of a dog that can't imagine not seeing you. Mm -hmm. They wait outside the bathroom door for you if they're not in the bathroom with well, you. Well, I will say they, they both do that still though. Yeah. They do. They come in a pack now, so they're together. <laughs> and then you go to the bathroom and they come in. I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of here! Get out of here! But it's just bad. I mean, yeah. there's so many people that just oh, they, yeah. they just can't do it. I mean, for me, that's what makes it so bad on dogs. But it started when the human and the puppy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people sit around and watch TV with their puppies in their lap. You know, when they get up and run in the kitchen, the puppy goes with them, they give them a treat, you know. The puppies, like, follows them outside, they give them a treat because they follow them. They follow them in the house and give them a treat. I mean, poor you know, you got a little junkie. Mm -hmm. And they just can't life without the treat. And then the attention's right with the treat because that's how they get the treat, paying attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it just makes it chaos for everybody in like I said, I never, and Jody never had that trouble with her dogs, but her dogs have always been farm dogs, you know. But Trin, she slept in the bedroom on a bed beside Jody's side, but it never bothered her, you know. But a lot of times it's because she's so busy on the farm, her and the dog, you know. Right. The dog had a lot of exercise, mm -hmm. and we taught the dog to go to bed when we was watching TV, and it would go to bed and lay there. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> it makes a lot of difference for these dogs whenever you get them trained, accustomed, whatever, yeah. to where they're not always there staring at you. There's and there are such simple things you can do with puppies 
to stop that. Like, we have a little barrier, whatever it is. I used baskets one week. I used a taller tub the last week where whatever puppy I have at home training, when I go down the hallway into the rest of the house, they don't have that area. And they have learned they don't have to follow me around because of the barriers. The one simple thing, a barrier down the hallway that goes to the rest of the rooms and the puppy figures out, oh, I don't got to keep track of her. Apparently, I'm just supposed yeah. to hang out in this room mm-hmm. and it makes a lot of difference but it's just like i said it's so hard for these dogs to to learn good traits or treats or habits or whatever uh because of the fact that they've done something right because some people get a really bad attitude when they're training dogs and just get pissy with them you know and i did i mean i did probably for years you know but now i don't i just blame myself and figure out what did I do wrong. If a dog bites me, it's like, why? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. What did I do? Did I put too much pressure on it too quick? Because we get some dogs here that are pre-hondry and knock on wood, we don't we don't take no super, super bad dogs. And <clears throat> for me, I don't normally make no bones about it, but if somebody calls me and they got a four or five or six year old dog that's eating and biting and people and it's really bad and they raised it from a puppy, a lot of times I can't fix that person. You know, because they're the ones that's created it. And, and, and then allowed so it for bad. so and, long. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if they ever normally, if the owner really steps his game up and says the shit's going to quit, they'll bite them. And it'll be bad. So, and, you know, for me, I tell Bianca all the time that we don't have to uh, prove ourselves on dog training. I mean, we are what we are. And mm-hmm. I think we do a good job. We make a lot of nice dogs and we help a lot of people. And people have opinions. Some people don't agree with my opinion, but that's their problem. I mean, they can, they don't have to agree with me. Brett, you got anything? Yeah, we do have a question from Mariah. She said, <clears throat> when training, do you think it's important to know your dog's energy level? And does it play a role in how much slash how often you should train on your dog? You know, that is a great question. And we talk about that a lot. Yeah. Like Moose up there. He don't need a lot of energy burn because he's no. pretty lazy. Yeah. Now, if Moose would lose 20 pounds or 25 pounds, he might have more energy. Yeah. I kind of don't think so. I just kind of think it's He's pretty chill, him, yeah. You know? But you get some dogs like Cali, Concho. They need a lot of burning energy. I mean, yeah. They can run from yeah. here to Newburgh and back and still be ready to run somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you take Scout now. He don't need a lot of energy burn. He doesn't, but like this he morning needs. we started early and we're in the car for five hours. And by the time we got out of the oh, car, yeah, he's like, holy shit, we're only working eight hours today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of difference for these dogs, but people pick a dog with sometimes out the, the knowledge or whatever. Of, okay, what did I get? How much room do I need for this dog? How much exercise does he need? How much does he, going, does he need to eat? You know, I remember years ago, I had a guy came here with a 60-pound Australian Shepherd. And I'm like, man, dude, that dog needs to lose a little weight. You know, he should probably weigh about 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's I feed him what the bag says. It says, for a 60-pound dog, feed him this much. I said, but your dog should weigh 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, the vet said that he wasn't too bad. I said, but the vet's nice. I'm not. <laughs> said, your dog is like obese, dude. He needs to lose weight. And so, and then we get people that come in here and I only feed one cup a morning a night and they'd leave their bag accidentally with the food cup and it'll be like this. Right. <laughs> and they feed them one yeah, cup. Yeah, one cup of yeah. food. Yeah. And so it's just for me, that's, you know, a lot of it. I mean, we feed our dogs normally 
way more than they need. And, but some people only feed two cups a day if that's what their dog needs, but they feed 20 treats. Right. Yeah. So, or yeah. half or cheeseburger or whatever. Or they say they don't right. feed them treats, but then it comes up that they had brisket. No, we don't ever give them dog treats. They <laughs> yeah. had brisket. Yeah. So it is. It's funny, but like Mariah was talking about there with dog energy levels. I mean, it's so crazy because some of these little bitty ankle biters, they need to run 400 miles a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, this big 100-pound dog don't need to run at all. He can walk around the yard. She lasts yeah. and be perfectly yeah. content. Mm-hmm. So you can't really go by the size of your dog. And, and to a degree, you can't even go by the breed, you know, because right. some dogs are just lazy. They don't care. What and mentally, there's yeah. different levels. There are dogs who, like, want to work, and then there are dogs that are like, that was hard to think. Yeah, I need a nap. And my dog, Bear, he's pretty chill. But you go out with livestock, and he's like, no, he's like on crack. He's yeah. ready to work. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just huge difference to him. So yeah. these dogs that people have in the house, and they're like, you want to go for a walk? You want to go for a walk? You want to go for a walk? And a month later, they call me, and they're like, man, I can't get my leash on my dog no more. He's bouncing off the wall, mm-hmm. and then backflips and shit yeah. at the door. Well, maybe you've been, like, psyching him out before you open the door <laughs> instead of making him sit down and behave. Right. So, uh Brett, you got anything else? Yeah, Carrie Simmons asked, how old should a puppy be before they come to one of your clinics? Well, the clinic's a totally different world. I mean, we had, what, a six-month-old pup here this weekend? Yeah. And he's probably still asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that dog was so <laughs> yeah. wore out. I yeah. mean, it was, it was yeah. really hard on that yeah. pup. And the dogs were all playing in the woods, and that dog laid yeah. down and took he him down. <laughs> he didn't even want to walk all the way out to the no. woods. No, yeah. He laid down. She was but good. The, with our clinics, you know, now we do it. The next one we're going to do it one day because too many people don't want to come to a two-day one. But we do an hour, and then we take an hour break and do an hour, do an hour break, hour, do an hour break. So until we do four hours of clinics. And... It's the dogs learn so much, and you mm-hmm. too. It'd be good for you to do them. Yeah, it would. <clears throat> and they just learn so much, and the people do too, because we had what we had three or four people here with their dogs, and then Suzanne and Nancy. They probably brought over six or eight different dogs. Yeah. Throughout the days, they would just bring some of our client dogs over, and we'd work with them. Mm-hmm. And it really made for a nice clinic because I won't do. Jocelyn asked me today, and I told her a maximum of eight dogs. You know, and then sometimes we'll have four or five. Uh, sometimes we cut the list off because there's too many. But for me, I'd rather have three dogs and use a bunch of mine than have 10 dogs mm-hmm. because it's not fair. Sometimes the dogs don't get to work as much. But right. the energy level of the dogs is just something people have a hard time with understanding. I mean, there, there's several things. There's one thing like Duke was pretty hyper when he got here. Mm-hmm. Now he's pretty chilled, right? Mm-hmm. But it's for me, I feel that we learn to flip the switch off without giving him all the treats and shit to right. settle down. He can be real hyper, but yeah. you can tell him to knock it off. Yeah. Not knock it off, though, because yeah. that's too many words. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just yeah. say no. And, or, or, and then he knocks it off. And he learned, and that's yeah. what I said. That, that, but we just put a switch on them so they can relax. Yeah. They yeah. don't have to does. be crazy, yeah. you he know? Does. And it makes it fun whenever you see. Callie and Callie don't have a switch, I don't think. She's on mental vacation right now. <laughs> she, uh, I don't even know why. She's just like, I don't know. It's like somebody running around and feeds her sugar all day or something. But That's she's how she like, acts, yeah. The, and I've never trained her anyway, you know. No. She's mine. 
Uh, she's a shelter dog. Come here, what, a year ago? No. Four months. Three months. No, she's been here a year. Probably. No. Okay. <laughs> Mariah would know. <laughs> but she came here for a shelter dog. Because <clears throat> I think they'd had her for a while and nobody wanted her because she's a little bit crazy. And so we brought her here to train her. And then one family came up and wanted her. And, well, they thought they did. And I didn't want them to own her because they just weren't the right fit. And uh, they decided they didn't want her. And so I told Kay, we'll just take her and keep her. So we kept her here. And I've never really just dedicated any training to her. I just use her and call her and she comes most of the yeah. time. And right. She sets sometimes and... Downs sometimes. I don't, know, I don't even know if she downs for me. She does. Does she? Not yeah. for me, I don't think. Okay. But she comes to me sometimes. If I have an e-collar on her, I can get her mind a little better. But like I said, I don't train on her a whole lot. But we use her a lot. And I take her anywhere. And we take her up in the woods and yeah. shit. And don't worry about her. She always comes to us and stuff. And she won't drag you on a leash, I don't think. But she just never really had that switch put on her yet that you could just make her lay down and take a deep breath. Yeah. Mariah does it some. Yeah, she does. Her and I've seen yeah. videos of her and uh, that dog and Concho out. Yeah, Mariah Mariah's probably more. trained on her more than yeah. you have. And she listens to her the worst most time. <laughs> She's crazy about getting to her. She's like possessed with Mariah. Yeah, she is. She thinks yeah. that's her mommy. So. Yeah. Mariah said, I'm pretty sure we've only had her about six months. It's closer than, well, six months and no. a year is pretty close. Four months and six months is two months apart. <laughs> six months and a year is six months apart. I think Mariah's off of that, but I think it's closer to a year. But for me, it's just really hard for people to, sometimes like Bianca said a while ago, to go train on your dog and have fun. Yeah. And, you know, we train on dogs so much just by taking them out in the playground and let them play. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We call them to us all the time. If one of them's not listening real good, we put a leash on them, train on them with the leash, make them sit down, stay, whatever. Uh, so it's not always about just walk, stop, set, stand, walk, stop, set. It's a lot of being out in the woods and running around in the brush and stuff. And it makes a huge difference for these dogs. And meet new dogs, you know. Your dogs, today they met, I know, at least three new dogs, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, four maybe. And so it's fun because they don't even care. Right. It's just like, that's just my I dog. love that. Yeah. It makes you feel yeah. so much better as a pet owner that to know that your dog isn't going to... Yeah, just lose When you walk in, lunge and yeah. animals. Yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of difference. But yeah. the hard thing for us is some people come up with a conclusion and they damn sure don't get it from us. But you send a dog for three weeks boarding train, whether it's here or whoever, don't matter who it is, and you take that dog home and think you're fixed. Right. The owner is not fixed. No. Yeah. And they need to continue yeah. training with the right. dog. So, and for us, it's always fun because we have a lot of people come back and. We do. We had a guy the other day we hadn't seen for a while, so we sent him a message asking him how it was, and he brought us a box of spring cookies. He did. Oh. <laughs> I said, "Where's your dog?" He's like, "I left her at home." I'm like, "We want to see the dog." So, <laughs> yeah, he brought us a box of cookies. He said, "She's coming over next month for a week or two because they're going on vacation or something." Mm -hmm. But and those people when they came here with their dog. They had a struggle because they wanted us to do three weeks of boarding train, but they wanted to drop the little baby off every morning and pick it up every evening. We we're like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and they didn't have time to do lessons, but they can pick it up every morning, right. drop it off every but morning, like pick it up every night. You gotta make time. I'm like, no. And now they bring her over and leave her here for a week or two they or three yeah. when they go on vacation. They're pretty yeah. cool about it. And they're super, super nice people and got yeah. a great dog, too. But, 
you know, for us, we wouldn't change. We're not going to let you pick your dog up at night and drop it off in the morning. Right. Especially any of the honor dogs, because every morning we take a chance of getting bit. Mm -hmm. So it's not fair to the dog or to us. So. Right. Well, Brett, we good? That's it. We're all caught up. We're going to bail off here. There's ain't nobody here tonight. I know. They're all on vacation. Yeah. Everybody I guess we can to... just take the summer off Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> I did here for one time. I kind of quit doing Facebook, and everybody started emailing us and shit, wanting us back on there. So. You want to hear what Mariah had to say? I don't know if you want to hear this. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> she said she came to us uh, from the shelter in December, so Marvin is wrong. So we got 22. <laughs> Of our dogs for shelter, we count Mariah the puppy all the time. Oh, she said Callie did. When did she come? Uh, December. December. No. I have a video, an intake video, <laughs> and there was snow. Well. 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 It snowed in April. <laughs> <laughs> it snowed in July. A month ago. <laughs> Marietta said thank you. You're welcome, Marietta. And Marietta, somebody else that don't ever give up on us, and she got a big old Australian Shepherd. Well, she does good with him. Yeah, and she goes to her walks when it ain't too cold or rainy. Yeah, as long as it's warm and dry. Yeah. <laughs> and she has no shame in that. Yeah, well, no, no, no. <laughs> So, all right, well, we're getting good to get off here, Brett. Yes, sir. So thanks, everybody, and thank you all for joining yeah, us. Thank you. Nice yeah, thank you, guys. And we'll walk out and turn out a bunch of dogs. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast. If you found this information helpful, we suggest following even more of our dog training tips and resources on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher.